A review of the TRACE study, a clinical trial of the angiotensin-converting enzyme inhibitor trandolopril in patients with left ventricular dysfunction after myocardial infarction. This was published in the New England Journal of Medicine in 1995. Background. Up to this point in history, a series of trials had been conducted using ACE inhibitors in post-MI patients. A small to moderate short-term benefit had been shown when the drugs were started immediately. This was the GC3 and ISIS-4 trials. And much greater long-term benefits were demonstrated when the drugs were started 5 to 11 days on average following AMI in patients with LV dysfunction and congestive heart failure. This was the SAVE and AIR trials. The SAVE and AIR trials, however, were more selective, and it was not clear how representative they were among all potentially eligible patients. Thus, TRACE authors sought to retest the hypothesis tested in SAVE and AIR with a focus on generalizability of trial procedures and results. Specifically, the Trendelopro Cardiac Evaluation Study, TRACE, sought to test the hypothesis that Trendelopro would reduce all-cause mortality in post-MI patients with LV dysfunction when used in the majority of consecutively screened potentially eligible patients. Patients, consecutive patients older than the age of 18 who were hospitalized with a confirmed AMI were screened between day 2 and 6 after the onset of symptoms. All screen-eligible patients underwent echocardiography, and those with a wall motion index of less than or equal to 1.2, which corresponds to an left ventricular EF of less than 35%, were considered for enrollment. The key exclusion criteria included an absolute or relative contraindication to an ACE inhibitor or a definite need for an ACE inhibitor. Severe uncontrolled diabetes, a serum sodium less than 125, or a serum creatinine greater than 2.3. Baseline characteristics, the average age of patients was 68 years, and 72% were men. Approximately one-third of patients had had a prior MI, 13% had diabetes, 23% hypertension, and smoking status was not listed. The average wall motion index was 1.0. Two-thirds of patients had Q-wave MI, anterior 47%, inferior 19%. The mean time to randomization was 4.5 days. 45% of patients received thrombolysis. The average blood pressure and heart rate were 120 over 70 and 76 beats per minute, respectively. At the time of randomization, 16% of patients were receiving a beta blocker and 28% digoxin. Before randomization, 60% of patients had been classified as Killip class greater than or equal to 2, and at the time of randomization, it was 21%. A total of 6,676 consecutive patients experienced an AMI, of whom 2,606 had a wall motion index of less than or equal to 1.2. There was an inverse relationship between wall motion index and mortality. In patients with scores greater than or equal to 1.3, 40% had signs of CHF, and the one-year mortality was 12%. Among patients with scores of less than or equal to 1.2, 74% had signs of CHF, and the one-year mortality was 34%. Of the 2,606 eligible patients, 859, or 33%, were excluded 
The most common reasons for exclusion included the need for mandatory ACE inhibition, 6%, cardiogenic shock, 4%, death during screening, 3%, renal failure or signal kidney, 2%, intolerance of the test dose of trendolopril, 1%, lack of consent, 8%, or other reasons, 8%. Altogether, 1,749 or 67% of patients with a wall motion index score less than or equal to 1.2 were enrolled in the TRACE trial. Procedures. Eligible patients were given a test dose of 0.5 milligrams of trendolopril, which led to the exclusion of 1% of patients. These patients were not included in the intention to treat analysis. Double-blind medication was started between day 3 and day 7 after AMI. Patients were randomly assigned to receive 1 milligram of trendolopril once daily or matching placebo. After two days, the dose was increased to 2 milligrams once daily. After four weeks, the dose was again increased to 4 milligrams once daily. If the highest dose was not tolerated, patients could continue with a dose of 2 milligrams or milligram once daily, but the drug was withdrawn if a dose of 1 milligram once daily was not tolerated. Outpatient visits were scheduled one and three months after the infarction, with subsequent visits every three months. Echocardiography was repeated after three, six, and 12 months. The original protocol specified that treatment would continue for at least 12 months. When the results of the SAVE study were published in 1992, showing no survival benefit until after almost one year of treatment with ACE inhibitors, the steering committee decided, without any knowledge of the results of the study, to extend the closing date to 24 months after the last random assignment. Endpoints. The primary study endpoint was all-cause mortality. Secondary endpoints were death from cardiovascular causes, sudden death, progression to severe heart failure, recurrent MI, and change in wall motion index. Trace investigators estimated they would need a sample size of 1,500 patients to detect a 25% relative reduction in the risk of death with 80% power and a one-sided alpha of 2.5%. This was based on an estimated death rate of 30% at 12 months in the placebo group. However, the steering committee increased the sample size to 1,860 patients to allow for the possibility of a lower-than-expected placebo mortality rate. In the spring of 1992, the overall mortality of randomized patients followed for one year was 24%, Inclusions of patients was therefore terminated at the end of June 1992 at the point where 1,749 patients had been randomized. Results. The final analysis included these 1,749 patients split nearly equally in the Trendelopro group and a placebo group. Information on the percent of patients discharged on various doses of the study drug are not provided. Compared to placebo, trendolopril significantly reduced all-cause death by 22%. The absolute values were 35% versus 42%. The 95% confidence intervals were 0.67 to 0.91, and the p-value was equal to 0.001. The mortality curves diverged early. Kaplan-Meier estimates of mortality at one month, 9% versus 11% and continued to diverge throughout the follow-up period. Trendelopril also significantly reduced secondary endpoints, including death from CV causes, sudden death, and progression to severe heart failure, 
but it did not significantly reduce reinfarction. Examination of subgroups showed no evidence of treatment effect heterogeneity for all-cause mortality, but again, similar to the SAVE in AIR trials, the size of the TRACE trial limits subgroup testing. Premature withdrawals from the study drug, not including death, occurred in 37% of patients in the Trendelo group compared to 36% in the placebo group. The most common reason for withdrawal was the need for treatment with an open-label ACE inhibitor, and this occurred more in the placebo group. Withdrawal due to cough, hypotension, and reduction in kidney function were rare in both groups, but slightly more common in patients on trendolopril compared to placebo. Conclusion In the majority, 67% of consecutively screened patients with AMI complicated by left ventricular dysfunction, trendolopril significantly reduced death over at least two years of follow-up with a number needed to treat of approximately 14 patients. Results from TRACE strengthened support for ACE inhibition in postamide patients, and the trial has high external validity. It not only tested the intervention in two-thirds of potentially eligible patients, but was highly transparent about why patients were excluded. A clinician looking to apply the procedures used in TRACE to the management of patients in clinical practice would not have to guess whether or not their patient would have been included. This is rare in clinical research, and the investigators should be applauded for their efforts. Investigators studying an ACE inhibitor in post patients have triangulated the population of patients who benefit from this therapy. In our opinion, TRACE provides the final piece to the puzzle. There is no doubt about the clinical efficacy of this drug class in the overwhelming majority of post patients, and higher-risk patients stand to benefit the most.